Welcome to Stories Behind Success. Have you ever wondered what your purpose is in life? I believe God created each of us by design for a purpose and equips each of us for our God-given assignment. It's easy to see successful people and think their road was easy, but everyone has a story. We will all walk through adversity and struggles, and successful people use those experiences to refine and mold themselves into the people God can use to fulfill their mission. Listen in as we learn and are encouraged by successful people who are living their God-given purpose and making the world a better place. I'm your host, Laura Belbo, and my hope is that this podcast encourages you to live out your God-given calling and change the world in ways that only you can. God has not called us to play small, but to be world changers. Hey everyone, welcome to Stories Behind Success. We are so thankful for you joining us today. Um, I'm Laura. And I'm Zach. And today uh, we are going to finish up the series we have been doing on earning and learning. But before, I want to just kind of make you aware of a couple of things. First off, I want you, if you have not already done this, go to our Facebook page. Um, so facebook.com backslash stories behind success and like our page there. You are going to want to do this because we are rolling on a whole bunch of stuff and we want to be able to keep you up to date and informed on what's going on. Um, there's going to be a lot of changes over the next couple of weeks. So Go ahead, and if you have not already done that, do that, um, just so you can stay up to date. Um, and we are very excited. Uh, next week, we're going to do, well, the next two weeks, we're going to do a couple episodes on our new direction um, and kind of just get, get you guys ready for what's coming. We are super, super excited about it. We're partnering with some really awesome people and um, just excited to share share some of that stuff with you. So, Make sure you tune in next week. Listen next week as uh, we're going to kind of start talking about that and um, share with you some re- yeah what's coming up and some rebranding stuff. So, so again, as I said before, this is our last episode in a series called Learning and Earning. So my question for you is how many of you have ever said you knew how to do something, but you really only knew it in theory? Oh, I've done that. <laughs> I multiple times. <laughs> kind of my thing. <laughs> so why why don't you share one of your stories and I'll share a story about you? How's that? That's fantastic. So I'm gonna go back in the history books a little bit, and I'm and I I don't even know where we we came across this or I thought this story up somewhere. Um, but anyways, when I was no, you told me about it, and I was like, that did not happen. You're like, no, seriously, it did. Oh, is that how that came That's up? I can't remember how it came up. Anyways, um, when I was about 14, um, my dad was uh, trying to sell one of his cars, and he had gotten he'd gotten permission from uh, a store owner or somebody, somebody he knew, uh, to park his, his uh, car he was trying to sell out kind of on a main road in the area and um the problem is is that at that point in time when he had gotten permission he didn't have anybody to get the vehicle there um and it was probably only about half mile from his house he didn't but, want to walk it but he didn't feel like walking it um he yeah he didn't feel like walking back after he dropped it off and Needless to say, my dad is not overly patient when it comes to these kinds of things, um, you know, because he probably was thinking he was going to miss a sale if he didn't get it down there immediately. So that's like something your wife would do. <laughs> yeah, potentially. So 
he asked me, he goes, hey, do you know how to drive? And I'm 14. I know how to drive in theory. Um, I've probably... You've drove bumper cars. And <laughs> yeah, I've driven some other vehicles, uh, you know, four-wheeler, some other things. But to actually drive a, you know, a car on a public road without anybody in the car... Um, no, I've never done that. But anyway. You didn't tell him that, did you? You just said, yeah, I know how to drive. Of course. Because I do. I know how to drive. I know the there's, you know. Ga- I have a concept. I'm good. Gas on the right, brake on the left, put it in drive, and the steering wheel <laughs> steers you where you want to go. It's great. So anyways, my dad says, well, great. You can help me. You can drive my car down to such and such store. I can't remember the name of it. Um, cause now I need to sell it. And I'm like, right now? And he's like, yep, let's go. Like, Oops, shouldn't so, have said that. So basically he tosses me the keys and we drive the, about half mile. Were you successful? I was very successful. I was definitely nervous. You know, obviously you gotta get used to, um, the brakes and accelerating and, and everything like that. But you didn't hit anything? I didn't hit anything. We made it. Um, we didn't get arrested. Uh, that would be the key. The The biggest key to anything is, you know, luckily, no no cops, well, no issues, no accidents. And luckily you were tall enough at 14, you probably look like a grown adult. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have got pulled over if a cop would have drove by, but... I would have been suspicious of me, and if the cop would have drove by, I'd have probably pooped my pants. I'm going to be real honest. It would have been super scary. But we all know that this isn't the first or last time that you said, oh, yeah, I know how to do something. No, not <laughs> like I said, it's kind of my thing. It's kind of his thing. So um, the other day I told Zach our basement door um, used to have a cat door in it so our cat could come up and down from the basement. One of our dogs... Um, like three years ago decided he would yeah he was a puppy he decided to stick his head through the cat door to chase the cat but he didn't realize how big he had gotten and he got his head (laughs) stuck in the cat door we were not here unfortunately my parents were here with our son we were out of town and um they were sending pictures and i was dying i don't even know how they ended up getting the door off of his head but he actually had put his head through and pulled the entire the frame. frame of the cat door off out of the door and like made a big hole in the door and at that point in time we had gotten home zach had just like screwed a board over it and was like whatever we're done like until he gets bigger we're not doing anything well time happens things go by and you don't fix things you all know how that happens so i was like zach we really need to get the cat door because the cat likes to come up we should just get that um yeah so i was like can we do that and he goes oh yeah no problem. That's easy. I was like, oh, cool. My husband knows how to hang doors. That's awesome. He knows how to do everything. <laughs> so we go to Home Depot, get all the stuff, and I'm downstairs cleaning, and um, I come up, and I'm like, how's the how's the door going? He's like, ah, pretty good. He got mad because he took a chunk out of it. He still doesn't want to talk about it, but um, it's up successfully, and um, he, it's, it's particle board uh, crap. It? Yeah, it's okay. not regular wood, <laughs> or it wouldn't have. So anyways, so yeah, he still doesn't want to talk about it. So anyways, but it looks good. It's up and everything. I'm like, oh, good job, babe. And he and he looks at me and goes, yeah, for the first door I've ever hung, not bad. I look at him and I go, wait a second. This is the first door you've ever hung? And he goes, well, yeah. And I go, 
In what world then would you say, oh yeah, this is easy. Of course I can do that. Like, <laughs> oh, our business coach calls it distortion reality field. A <laughs> reality distortion field. In Zach's mind, Zach can do anything, which is an excellent characteristic and I would never change that from you, babe. But um, It's been known to backfire from uh, time to time. It has. But um, the point of all that is we've all said things like that. And this is the thing conceptual learning and implementing and learning are two different things like you can conceptually know how to do something but you don't really know how to do it until you implement it riding a bike right it's exactly like riding a bike like you can say oh yeah i know how to drive ride a bike or driving a standard i know how to drive a standard and you might know where all the gears are and which like where the where to go and where the clutch is and how to do it but if you've never done it it's going to be a real rough ride. <laughs> I know. Unintended. I, I, Yeah, pun intended, because I've driven a standard. It was rough. And I've been in the car when Zach was learning to drive a standard. It was a little rough. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But anyways, um, the what point is, is you can conceptually know something, but until you actually do it, you don't really know. You don't really know how to do it. You're not competent. You're not... You haven't worked out the details. Um, and there's a lot of people who know things like, so we like to eat healthy for those of you who who don't know, know us. Or um, don't know us. Or, yes, or don't know us. We, we love to eat really healthy food, like whole foods, no preservatives. Like we eat very, we're kind of a... Foodies. Foodies, yeah. Like uh, food snobs, a little bit picky at what we eat. Um, and for, for a good reason, for our health though. Like we eat things that are healthy for us. But anyways, I uh, have worked in that field before, and I can tell you story after story of story of people who co- who came in to my office, and they'd be like, "Hey, you know," like I'd ask them about their food habits, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I know, I know all about you know GMOs, and I know all about this and preservatives and that and dyes," and and they'd go on to tell me all about the bad stuff in food and what they shouldn't eat and what they should eat. And they will tell me all this knowledge that I know and they know, but then I'll watch them drink a can of Coke and eat a candy bar. And so I'm going, do you really know? Or do you just, is it in your head and only in your head? Is that knowledge just, it stays there. So, you know, we've been talking about learning and earning and, um, you know, this is kind of where we kind of flip the switch because you're going, well, how we've been lear- learning all about learning. Well, how does that make, make me any money? How does that change my life? How does that change anything? This is the thing. It may or it may not. Because <laughs> if you don't do anything about it, it's not going to change your life. You can learn and have all the knowledge about all the things in the world. And if you do nothing about it, your life will not change. And I think we've said it before. If nothing changes, nothing, nothing changes. changes. Got to go do something. You've got to. And so that's why, I mean, um, you know, telling that story about in the airplane, you guys were, you and a coworker were both reading the same book. Oh, yeah. So we had, uh, well, we were going somewhere up in Minnesota or something like that. I don't remember where we were going. Anyways, I, uh, I had just finished uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I was... Um, listening to another book on the way up there and my coworker was reading a book and he asked me what I was reading and I told him um, it was another rich dad book and he's like oh yeah I read rich dad poor dad and I was like oh yeah isn't that book amazing like completely life-changing blah 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 like and I start 
like geeking out and he was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And I was Zach's like, are you kidding me? Pretty like, good. Was, it's life changing. Like I was just stunned by the fact that it was, uh, yeah, it was all right. But you know, on to the next thing like, yeah, we'll just put that notch on the belt and, and keep reading other things. And I'm like, don't you want to change anything because you read that book? Like, but no, 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 uh, no initiative, no, no inspiration to change anything. And that, and it was, yeah. I don't know, it struck me as, as odd, but. But, I mean, that is a very good point because, you know, Zach and I have been on this journey of personal development and we've read a lot of personal development books that are big name books, right? And, you know, if you go find a list, you can go find a list of books, like the top 10 books that will change your life. And um, we've probably read most of them, and you might have read most of them. But this is the thing. If we just consume those books and we did not take any action steps, we would just be the same people we were just with more head knowledge. But nothing in our life would change. The only reason things in our life have been changing and continue to change is because when we learn something, we're like, okay, we've got to take action on this. We've got to find a step to do. We've got to do something. Um, we can't just hear this and just move on with our life. So before we um, kind of close this up, I want to give you a couple of tips for implementing um, our implementation. And, and this is the thing. Um, you might read some of those books and you might or listen to some of the podcasts or do whatever you're doing to, to further yourself and you might get a little overwhelmed. Okay. And it's okay to get a little overwhelmed, but this is the thing. Well, a couple of things. Um, I wasn't going to say this, but, um, one of the things is don't try to just plow through information. Zach and I talk about this a lot because I have a tendency to, to read quickly, um, because I get so excited and I want to hear more. Um, but reading quickly isn't always the best thing. It's more about what the information is doing to you and what you're, what it, what is doing to you than you getting, getting it through it, you know? And so, um, that's the first thing. But second thing is don't drown. <laughs> so don't drown because, you know, it's kind of like, I think of it as, well, I'm learning and you might get that feeling of overwhelmness and that feeling's okay. It just is, it means that things are, are are going to change and need to change. Um, but think of it more like a waterfall just flowing over you and just something's going to stick. There's things that are going to, going to stick. So don't feel like you have to implement everything. So don't drown. Decide to do something. I mean, so it's all good to, you know, let the waterfall go over you, but you know, the things that are sticking and the things that are really resonating with you, you still have to decide to do it. You still have to make the change. You still have to commit to a step. To a step, um, maybe not to the entire thing, but you got to start with something. So decide to do something. Right. And just so you know, decide. And we might have talked about this before, but I'm going to remind you again: decide is actually to cut yourself off. That's what it means: is to cut, like to cut yourself off from any other choice. So when you decide to do something, it's not like oh, yeah, maybe I'll get to it. It's like, no, I'm doing this, and I'm going after it. Think about our six-year-old. When he decides to do something, <laughs> there's no stopping him. Um, you know, kids can be really stubborn like that, but you need to be like that with whatever you decide. And then the last thing is um, do it. Do it now. Um, and uh, a friend of ours, Eileen Wilder, told us that phrase, and since then we go around repeating that phrase 
all the time is like, do it now, do it now. Because if you pause, um, you're going to like indecision can lead to inaction. Um, and you and I both know it. We'd love to say, oh no, if I take my time, I'm just going to just, I'm just going to pray about it and take my time and make sure that it's the right decision. You will talk yourself out of it every single time. I promise. I've done it. Um, so don't drown, decide to do something and then do it now, whatever you decide. So, um, and this is the thing we, and we touched on this before, but you don't have to do everything at once. I mean, when we started our health journey, we're like health Nazis now, but before, like, what did we start doing? Um, I think the very first thing we started with, uh, no pop, no, no pop, but that was kind of like, that was something that I had really done on my own anyway, Kind yeah, of, I had to. Kind of. um, we kind of fell off the bandwagon, but it didn't really make <laughs> us feel good, so we got back on that bandwagon. But I think the two biggest things we really started with were uh, no high fructose corn syrup oh, yeah, yeah. and no uh, no dye, mm-hmm. no food dye, especially red dye. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think it was my my gr- my grandmother. <laughs> And grandma, if you're listening, I'm I'm sorry, but she told me uh, that they make red food dye out of uh, beetle shells, and that was enough for me. I was I was horrified. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, "Out of beetle shells," and not that I have any kind of phobia phobia of beetles or bugs or anything like that, but the fact that you know animals that are brightly colored are usually not good for you. They're toxic. They're poison. So that was good enough for me. Well, Zach loves Animal Planet. Little known fact about him. Any kind of any animal show he grew up watching, like when most kids like at five, four were watching cartoons, he was watching like uh, Blue Planet and stuff like that. So he knows all about bugs. So anyways, but yeah, so we started, we picked two things. We're not going to eat high fructose corn syrup and we're not going to eat red dye. And you know what that did? That forced me, because I was the one who was doing the shopping at the time, it forced me to read ingredients. And so I learned a skill. I learned how to read ingredients because I had made a decision. And that decision grew into another decision of, hey, we're not going to eat any preservatives. So if I can't announce it, I'm not going to pronounce it. I'm not going to I'm not going to buy it, you know, and then it led to, you know, I found out that I had a gluten intolerance and I'm not going to, so I'm not going to eat gluten. And then, you know, we're not going to eat corn or soy or, you know, and the list just grew, but we learned a skill from the very first decision we made, which was how to read ingredients and how to substitute food. And so that skill from one decision that didn't alter our life all that much. No, it's been a journey of what? Seven, eight years now? Yeah, seven years. Seven. Uh, yeah, seven, seven years. Seven years. Maybe yeah. eight, yeah. Um, but you know what? Now we're doing the same thing with our finances and our business is we made decisions, you know, a decision that we're not going to have things stay the same. We're going to change one thing, you know, we're going to we're going to track our finances better. We're going to, you know, we're going to learn about how to do marketing. We're going to learn about sales. We're going to learn about whatever. And we're learning skills that build on skills that ultimately change where we're at. So um, those are just, just to show you, that's not at all to be like, hey, look at us. Like it has nothing to do with us. I'm just saying that this is how the process goes for anything and everyone you start with one thing and you learn one skill. You have to start somewhere. Learn a skill. Learn a new skill. That skill will change and grow and multiply into a better life. Yep. 
Um, so today's challenge. So Aristotle, he said, for the things we have to learn before we can do, we learn by doing. I read that like five times and didn't understand it. <laughs> so one, one more time for the things we have to learn before we could do, we learn by doing. Well, we're going to simplify that. Laura and Zach say, say learning is in doing. And doing is in learning. So they are the same. You got to do both. And, you know, if you think about it, your potential is the difference between where you are and where you want to be. And if you don't want to accept your current reality, if you don't want to accept your current paycheck, if you don't want to accept um, what you're currently doing, your current relationships, your current situation, whatever that may be, you have to not just learn about what's going to change your life, but do something to change your life. You have to take it to the next level. Um, so you have to figure out, you know, you do have to learn. You have to learn what you need to do, and then you need to decide what that is, and then you need to do it, like, now. <laughs> yeah, do it now. So, um, yeah, so we just want to want to leave you with that. And um, real quick, the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking a lot about um, – consuming information versus really like learning and mastering and doing information. Um, and we live in a world that is a consumer world, um, not an action world. And so I want to just challenge you to really like tune in next week, invite people to listen because it is really, um, this, this idea has really changed, um, our life a lot. And I know I'm confident, we are confident that it will change yours as well. So, um, we're going to get to share some cool things about what's happening and like kind of the format of the podcast. We're going to change it up a little bit. Um, it's going to be fun. We're going to kind of, we'll tell you about the new name. Maybe we'll even let them listen to the new introduction. What do you think? Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Maybe. It'll be fun. Um, so anyway, so as we leave, I just want to remind you, um, that learning is doing, And doing is learning. Have a fantastic week. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today for Stories Behind Success. As I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, it is really crucial that you go over to facebook.com backslash stories behind success and like our page there. And the reason is because we have some awesomeness coming down the pipe here that is going to be very um, mind-blowing. It's going to be awesome. We've been partnering with some people um, as well as we're going to be doing some rebranding stuff. There's just going to be a lot of changes and we want to make sure we keep you up to date. So it's really important to go over and like that page. So it's facebook.com backslash stories behind success. If you are not a Facebook person, you can go to storiesbehindsuccess.com and there's a spot in there that you can put in your email so that you end up on our email list and we can keep you up to date that way. But either way, make sure you're somewhere that we can communicate this stuff to you because you're not going to want to, you're not going to want to miss it. Um, So thank you again for listening. Um, As always, share this podcast with people, rate us, like us, comment, do all that fun stuff. And um, thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, we look forward to sharing again with you next week. Have a fantastic day.